Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include Man Beats Horses 50 Mile, The Great 800 Slam, and Alberto Salazar is Busted. We begin this week with a Star Wars-themed charity run that has to be one of the most interesting slash creative ideas for a long run I've ever heard of. Dubbed the Death Star Trench Run, and created by Mark Smiles to raise money for Hope Floats in the Donna Foundation, which raises money for breast cancer research. So Mark decided to run a long ways to raise money. Obviously admirable. So how far did he plan to run? Well, thanks for asking. 312 miles, actually. Why? Well, thanks for asking. That's the apparent distance of the trench around the Death Star. So how'd it go? He ran laps around his neighborhood for several days, and yes, he did complete the entire run. Congratulations. Nike Oregon Project head coach and three-time winner of the New York City Marathon in the early 1980s, Alberto Salazar, has been banned from coaching for four years by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. This came after a lengthy four-year investigation by USADA. Ultimately, he was banned for trafficking testosterone injecting prohibited amounts of L-carnitine into his athletes, as well as tampering with doping controls. The question now remains, will any of his athletes that actually took or was subjected to these illegal methods also be banned or face sanctions retroactively? Only time will tell. This hasn't been Salazar's first run-in with USADA. There was a big deal back in the early 2000s with his altitude house he had athletes living in that was ultimately green-lighted. The Man Against Horse race has been held in Arizona for 30-some years near Prescott Valley and features a tour of Fane Ranch and the Black Hills, including a trip up and over Mingus Mountain. I myself have raced it five times and once led all horses with just two miles to go before being passed on the flats to the finish. This race is unique as the runners and horseback riders start off at the exact same time on the exact same course. This year's race comes back after a one-year hiatus and my brother, Nick Curry, or at the Nick Curry on Instagram, was in attendance using it as another training run and final long run prep for the 24-hour world champs. He will be attending as an alternate for the US in just a couple weeks. Nick took it out quick, and the last time he saw a horse was at mile 16. He went on to break Dennis Pulhiko's 18-year-old course record by 19 minutes, finishing first in six hours, 14 minutes, beating all horses in the race. Next up, we head to Arkansas for the Arkansas Traveler 100. This 29-year-old event featured 168 starters this year and an even 100 finishers under the cutoff, plus one bonus unofficial finisher. Ryan Whitco was this year's men's winner in 1713, followed by John Muir in 1738. Ashley Nordell was third overall and first woman in 1812, with a big advantage over second lady Laura Kearns in 2137. Shout out to Aravipa's own Haley Pollock, who completed her first 100-miler in six years with a finish in 27.16. Also finishing was Sean Nakamura in 26.39. Why is this significant? Well, Sean, amongst doing quite a few other huge races this summer and fall, completed the Great Eight. That's all eight original 100s in a single summer. Old Dominion, Mohican, Western States, Vermont, Angeles Crest, Leadville, Wasatch, and Arkansas Traveler. Super job, Sean. Next up, we head over to the Grindstone 100 in Virginia, a tough race with over 23,000 feet of climb. 
that saw Beth Bauer crush the field in 24-23. She enjoyed almost a two-hour win margin over the next woman. For the men, Paul Jacobs was out front in 1944, just edging out a late-charging Chris Roberts by three minutes. Hey, Outhouse Nation, it's Age is a Whizzle, checking in from the Beast Coast. Hey, what a weekend this was uh, out here with two iconic 100-mile races, both of which uh, take place at the time of year when people have the last chance to get their qualifiers for both Western States and Hard Rock, particularly Grindstone, one of 12 double qualifiers. You can get your qualifier for both Hard Rock and Western States at Grindstone, and it was just a picture-perfect day. Dry conditions, no rain, a little cold wind at night, and an just about 80% finishers rate. So hey, if you're looking for some qualifiers next October, come on out here to the Beast Coast, Arkansas and Virginia, and enjoy yourself some great time on the trails. Hope you all are having a great fall wherever you are. Until next time, age is a whistle from the Beast Coast. Thanks to a comment on ironfar.com's Week in Review by user Weed, Jan Albert Lantink set a new age group 100-mile road world record in 1359.44 at age 61. This is a 38 minutes better than Cliff Young's former record, which has stood for 36 years. A historic moment for Olympic athletes and their sponsors who help them on a regular basis in life to prep and get ready for the global stage. It was just announced by the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee that this week that an update to Rule 40 for athletes will now allow them to thank their personal sponsors. Wow, common sense prevails. Also, sponsors can in return congratulate their athletes now that they sponsor, as well as provide some generic advertising surrounding the athletes as well. Francois Den has been in the U.S. over the past few days, taking an attempt on the Washington segment of the Pacific Crest Trail under less than ideal conditions. Already with snow on the ground at the start, Francois headed south from the Canadian border, undeterred by the wintry conditions. However, several days in and already covering several hundred kilometers, increased snow levels up high and bad weather eventually led him to abandon the attempt. Thought he was Superman. The time has come, Outhouse Nation. Eliud Kipchoge has landed in Vienna ahead of his Ineos 159 attempt at a sub two hour marathon. This event has a lot of hype and a lot behind it. It will be broadcast live online and free to those who want to attend in person. The course itself is a 9.6 kilometer loop, repeated 4.4 times, and is mostly a straight shot out and back. Ideal temperatures and a similar time zone to Kipchoge's zone in Kenya have them thinking this will lead to a historic sub-two-hour moment for the marathon. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 166 of Outhouse News. The show would not be possible without the continued support of our Patreon contributors who help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout-out to our $50-level supporters, Squirrels Not Butter, Brian Sands, Base Medical Ultramarathon, Medical Care Online Course, Ultra Trail Blazers, Sean Trujillo, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City. As well as our $25 level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Josh Goldstein, Carrie Savage, Renee Feint, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. 
finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair of Jam Jam sunglasses complete with a signed certificate of authenticity, check out the link in the description. Have a shitty week.